any senior designer, I'm sure at any company, probably there is some expectation of like, you are someone who has the ability to take initiative and like go out on your own and, and make suggestions or try something new or reach out without being like told what to do. So if like, if you are trying to get to that next level, what are some initiatives you could take to try and like get there and to try and start demonstrating that next level of competencies and those expectations? Welcome to Design Life. This is a show about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name's Charlie. And my name's Femke. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the differences we've experienced between junior and senior designers. I'm kind of like want to take a moment to acknowledge that we can discuss this topic because when we started this podcast, like I had barely started in design and now you know, I'm coming here from like a senior perspective, able to reflect on my experience and things that I've gone through from like that journey of like junior to more intermediate to senior. And I think that's really cool and really special that we've been doing the podcast for that long. But I also thought this was an interesting topic. I recently made a YouTube video diving into this topic as well a little bit, because I feel like there's a lot of chatter online around like for junior designers, what to expect, what the responsibilities are, and not as much for senior designers. And that was something I struggled with as a junior designer when I wanted to grow and develop into that role, was struggling a little bit to understand like what the expectations are, what's the difference. And like early on, I'll be honest, I was just like, aren't they just doing the same job essentially? Like just getting paid more? Like, is there a difference in role and responsibility? Like, what is it that you should be growing into or developing throughout that journey? So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about this with you, Charlie, especially from like your experience and also your perspective as a manager. Totally. Yeah. And you're right. Isn't it cool how this podcast essentially has documented your whole design career so far? <laughs> I love it. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. But how have you been going recently, fam? Let's start there. Oh, yes. How's life? I've been good. I've been getting back into work. I, I think in the last episode was like my first week back and I was in a bit of a slump maybe, but I'm feeling better this too, week. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been working on design systems lately at work, which is new for me. I've never worked on a design system before. And so it's been kind of cool to work in this new space and like area of design and think about the like structure of our design system and how it applies across different products and teams it's been it's been like a new challenging area for me but I've been really enjoying it that's cool I know in previous episodes we've talked about how visual design is an area that you want to strengthen this year is the work on the design system giving you a little bit of space yeah. to like play with that yeah it is so we're kind of going through like a uh I guess I'll call it a redesign of our design system. So like a new visual language and a visual style. And so we've been doing a lot of exploring different visual languages and like, what could the app look like visually? So a lot of visual exploration, which has been really fun and like a good challenge for me. Nice. That's awesome. How are you going? Still down under? Still down under, still in my sister's like basement room, studio room. Not that our listeners can see that, but you know, just sharing with you. Yeah, it's been nice hanging out with family. I have found it a lot harder to work on side projects here because I don't have my usual like morning time 
that I normally have when I'm at home in Spain to work right. on side hustles because I wake up and jump like straight onto a Zoom call pretty much at 6am, 5am for work. And clearly I'm not getting up two hours earlier than that to of you course know, not. do some that's, side hustle yeah, stuff. That's definitely <laughs> early enough, I think. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm okay with that. It's summer here, so I feel like I've got that summer vibe going, the sunshine and all of that. It's nice. It's nice to be here. Yeah, that's nice. And like, you get a free pass, like, to not Thank have you. to work on side projects because <laughs> you have to get up so early. And also, like, you're at home. It's like kind of a workation, I guess. You're spending time with family. Yeah. And I'm sure that that's the most important thing. Exactly, exactly. But you've still been uploading. I saw I have. videos today, actually, of your, like, office tour. I'm super proud of how that video is doing. It's like, yeah. yeah, getting a lot of views, which is nice because I feel like for a long time my content has not, <laughs> you know, been very popular. And so I'm like, yay, people are still interested in me. Oh <laughs> yeah, you've got a really loyal audience, I feel. Like, I'm, I'm sure people are excited about it. <laughs> well, let's jump into today's topic, though. Um, so you made a video about this recently, sharing your learnings, curious to hear overall, I don't know, I guess what surprised you in, in feedback from people on that video, what have people, like, where has people's opinion differed from yours? Maybe we could start with that as a way to share, like what you, how you would define junior versus senior designers. Yeah. So how I would define it in my experience is that senior designers are able to work a lot more autonomously. So less mm -hmm. oversight, less like being told what to do and more proactively making suggestions or taking steps to like move a project forward. Um, I think senior designers also have a little bit more uh, influence on like team roadmaps, like helping define problems and yeah just working a little bit more autonomously independently and having more influence on that more like product strategic side of design uh in addition of course to like the craft which is uh something i feel more junior designers tend to be more focused on at that stage of their career is like honing their craft building out their skill set learning and practicing like how to facilitate, uh, do workshops, explore, converge, refine. Uh, those are things that I think senior designers still do uh, just in a different capacity. Yeah. Or maybe it's that as a senior designer, you have got those skills down. Then they're, they're things that come sort of second nature by then. And they're not, right. whereas for a junior, it's the main thing you're working on learning and the main skills you're developing. Yes. And you're just, yeah, you're soaking in more learning and perhaps applying your design skills to a smaller scope and more zoomed in as well. So thinking about this, like one screen, one page you're designing versus a senior thinking about the wider context and the wider system behind it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like junior designers are more tasked to like, you know, tactical executional projects like, oh, we need this feature or like, oh, we need to add this thing into the product or whatever. Uh, and as a senior designer, like you're probably more tasked with something that's a bit bigger picture thinking, a bit more like, well, you know, instead of being told exactly what feature to put in, it's like, what features should we put in? Like, let's think more, more bigger blue sky thinking about how this fits in with our ecosystem or our, our broader platform. Uh, so I feel like the, the level at like which you're kind of in the work is a bit different also. 
What's been your experience with this, you know, more recently moved into a senior role? And I know before that you weren't a junior, you were more of a mid. What did you find the hardest about moving up through the levels? Um, And I'm asking you this because I feel like I've probably been at, you know, senior designer level for several years now. Yeah. So I don't feel like I have a like a clear memory of exactly what I was like struggling with back then. And I was also not working at a place that had clear level systems in place for junior mid senior designers. So I think it just sort of like happened for yep. me eventually <laughs> in my career. And I never knew exactly what led to it specifically. So yeah, what's been your experience? Yeah, I think for me, as you mentioned, like I've always had those clear like roles and responsibilities outlined or like competencies Mm -hmm. right so I could look at a document and like it kind of had here are the things that you know is expected of a senior designer to be doing and performing in order to like be at that level and Uh, you could compare that to what you were doing now yes yes and so the themes were the same it was more like the execution of those themes Mm -hmm. the expectation of that was different across levels Uh, And so, yeah, I could have a look at, you know, my current level, the level above, sort of see the difference in expectations there. And a couple of times I actually did a few exercises with my manager where individually we would go away and like basically score myself on each of the sort of like responsibilities required. And then we would come back and compare and see like where we were maybe like not on the same page about how I was performing within a certain like responsibility Mm. have conversations about like where there's still gaps or where I'm really excelling already and doing really well so that was always helpful to like have those conversations and just be transparent with my manager about what the expectations are and sort of like how to get there yeah if you feel like sharing and it's okay if you don't what were the hardest gaps to close for you uh yep craft uh so like visual design I feel like I've talked about that on the show before craft was like one of the themes uh that was on this list I suppose this is during my time at Uber uh and so for me like my opportunity within that theme was visual design so that was an area I I knew and still know is not a strength of mine and so that for example was a topic of conversation with my manager about like okay how can we get you to this next level of craft like what are some things that you could be doing what are some opportunities Uh, and then even getting into the specifics of like let's take a look at your current project and talk about what you could be doing within this theme to improve it or to get to the next level or like what we expect to see you doing in this area and like apply that to the current project. And so that was helpful too, to talk tangibly about like, okay, like what are the steps I could go away and do like right now in my current project? Mm. To be, yeah, working on that skills and Mm -hmm. showing that you're moving up. Yeah, That's really interesting. I I wonder how common that is because I feel like, I would expect it to almost be the the other way around where mm. as a junior, you get really good at the craft, the visual side. And the harder part is the connecting to the business, the thinking about strategy. Yep. Um, so it's obviously the opposite for you. And yes. <laughs> I bet your like background in, I mean, you have a marketing degree, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you have a good understanding of business and people's psychology and things like that. So I bet that that fed into you being stronger. In yeah. I, I have always gotten feedback that like, I am very good at the soft skills, like no Mm -hmm. issues, no problems. They're able to like 
yeah, manage stakeholders, like navigate ambiguity, like, you know, uh, present my work, communication, facilitation, that kind of stuff. Uh, the hard skills is like the area that I still had a gap in. Um, and I think at Uber, especially there was like a level that I had to get to in order to like qualify, you know, for lack of better terms to like be considered a senior designer. So um, I think while my strength in soft skills like helped, it wasn't enough to like for them to promote me just based on my soft skills. I still had to reach that baseline of craft. Yeah, that's a really good um, point. So I've been working on the competency matrix for the marketing design role at ConvertKit, you know, being the creative director, leading the brand team, that is a role that I'm responsible for. So I have to define what the levels are really. And um, in doing this, I was talking to our engineering managers about it and they were sharing, you know, the engineering competency matrix and saying that to get to the level for engineering, you don't have to be ticking all of the boxes, like mm, filling all of the, yep. the cells on the spreadsheet. But it's it's like a level three, for example, could look different for different engineers as long as they're meeting like a certain number of the skills yeah. that are possible to like, you know, be included in the level. So that was really interesting. But I think from my work on the competency matrix, how I would describe junior to senior in that progression is really the like expanding the scope. So at the lower levels, like level one and two on the team, you're really focused in your work as it applies to the brand team and your projects are very centered and like within the team. And then as you expand, it might be to like, okay, well now your projects are impacting the wider growth team. And so we're thinking more about marketing, more about our sales counterparts, our success counterparts, things like that, uh, to the senior level, which is where you are also thinking about our brand as it applies to our product and the like company in general, so that you're able to widen and think about the scope. And I think that does require experience and time, you know, because it's over, it'd be overwhelming to think about all of that stuff at once. You need to start as a designer in your career, more zoomed in so you can get good at the craft, you can get yep. good at thinking and the process. And as you go on, you can expand out further and further. Yeah, I totally agree. I I feel like as a senior designer, for me so far, like that has been a responsibility of mine is to like think more bigger picture and like mm-hmm. how does this apply to other parts of our business, for example, rather than just focusing on your little like project or your little area. Um, so I, I agree. What, what are your thoughts on like, for example, when I was at Uber, there was sort of this expectation that you be performing at the level above before kind of officially moving Mm. into that or like being promoted into that level um yeah curious if you have any thoughts on that or how it works for your folks on your team yeah we do the same thing at ConvertKit where promotions now that we're on the standardized salary system and there's only six levels it's not like promotions happen on a super regular basis Uh and uh the higher up you get in the levels the longer it's going to take between each one because there's such like a I don't know there's just more higher expectations right so yeah we do it that when someone is ready to start working towards a promotion and like wants to be moved up we put together what's called a promotion document that details out the competencies and we start essentially collecting evidence and making a case yeah for for how to do it and that you know, the first pass you do in that highlights the areas where it might be lacking. And it's like, cool, this is the thing to work on. Let's make sure you have a project that can, yeah, help you work on that. 
Sounding similar to Uber? Yeah, similar, similar. Yes, you have to put together this whole like, they call it a promo packet. So like a promotion packet where it's like all of your achievements and accomplishments and yeah, evidence around how you're performing at that next level. Um, Something I remember struggling with when I was like trying to figure out how do I start taking on some of these senior responsibilities while I was still sort of at that midweight is like, uh, I felt like I was waiting to be given permission or like unsure how to start demonstrating these more like senior qualities in my existing like process and day-to-day work because you know I wasn't a senior designer so like for example product managers didn't look at me as a senior designer and wouldn't treat me that way necessarily Uh, and so I'm curious if you have any thoughts on this of like maybe someone's listening to this episode and they're like at a midweight and they're like, okay, I want to start moving towards senior designer. Like, how do I start actually doing that in practice? Like, how do I start bringing some of those senior things into my process? Like, what does that actually look like? I feel like I really struggled with that when I was trying to do this. Maybe it's really different for product design. And I think it's probably very different for different businesses as well. But I think how I got there you know, unofficially, because I was never called junior mid or senior designer in my career so far. (laughs) I started looking at how my work and how design in general impacted the business. And I started really sticking my nose into business things as much as I could and like learning about that. So my work on improving conversion rates on data, on user testing, and just like, nobody asked me to do that. Right. Yeah. I was like, I want to know more about how how websites performing. I'm going to set up some user calls. I'm going to learn how to do that. Right. And taking that initiative is a big part of what led to me progressing in my career. Like I said, that's probably not great advice for people who work at a company like Uber, where there's less, like I don't know, room to take on things like that on your own initiative. I don't know, but yeah, if you're at a smaller company, for sure that will be expected. I think for you to move to a senior level. Because part of being at a senior level is knowing where to add value, right? Not being told where you can add value and being told exactly what you need to do to be impacting the business in a positive way, but having those ideas yourself. And so I think by taking initiative, you can demonstrate that you're trying to think at that level. I think that's a good takeaway is like this this sort of theme of initiative, right? And like mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. waiting to be given permission or not waiting to be told what to do. Like any senior designer, I'm sure at any company, probably there is some expectation of like, you are someone who has the ability to take initiative and like Mm -hmm. go out on your own and and make suggestions or try something new or reach out without being like told what to do. So yeah, I think that's a really good takeaway of like, if you are trying to get to that next level, what are some initiatives you could take to try and like get there and to try and start demonstrating that next level of competencies and those expectations? Yeah, and I'm just pulling up my like competency matrix for the designer role on my team as an example here about strategy. There's a whole like competency section about design strategy. And in a more junior role, you're executing on strategy created by other people. Mm. At as you move up, it becomes your role to create and execute on strategies. Right. And um the level 4 role is about not only doing that, creating and executing on the strategy, but directly tying it to business goals as well. So you're not only the one generating ideas that you think might might be good, but you're directly tying it to business metrics too. 
Yeah, totally. Something I did when I was trying to to make this growth is I was pretty vocal with my teammates and the people I worked with that I was wanting to grow and like trying to get to the next level. And that really worked well for me. I, I think it can be different for different people depending on your relationship with the people you work with and the culture you have. For me, like just telling my product manager, like, hey, just letting you know, I'm trying to work towards a senior designer. So mm-hmm. like invite me to those strategy meetings or like, yes. I'd love to learn more about X or, you know, can you start giving me more responsibility? Like that was really, really helpful for me and just being super transparent with my close collaborators to almost get them to start treating me in that way uh, and sort of like handing over the responsibilities that are expected at that next level in that next role. And that became extra helpful when it came to, you know, writing up that promotion packet and like going up for a promotion because my collaborators knew this was something I was going for. They could then talk about like the things I'd been doing or had done. So yeah, that, that worked really, really well for me. Just wanted to pass that on uh, to our listeners in case they're looking for some inspiration. I think that's really good advice because it's going to be hard to get the opportunities that you need to like I guess, prove yourself in a way, right? Or just get the practice in as well. Like it's okay to not be at the level yet and still be working towards it and be looking for opportunities to, you know, learn the skills, put those skills into practice. And if you tell other people that's what you need, then you have got more chance of getting them. I like that. I love that you spoke up for yourself. So going back to your video, just because I feel like this is an area that can, isn't strictly defined, right? Junior versus senior. There isn't a shared definition. That's part of the freaking issue across the design <laughs> industry, really. It's true. What What has the reaction to your video been like? What has people's responses been? Has there been anything people disagreed with or, you know, in their responses that you were surprised to hear? Yeah, actually, most of the responses were pretty positive in the sense that, like, not a lot of I'll say like content creators are creating content around like these kinds of topics. So a lot of the like content created around design is a lot of the craft, like here's how to use X tool or like here's how to improve your visual design skills, et cetera, et cetera. And I think people are really appreciative and and value that I'm talking a lot more about the the soft skills, I guess. Or like, what are the things in addition to like knowing how to use Figma that you need to be able to do to excel as a designer? And so like craft is just like one of many things that we do as designers, but it's the one that gets talked about a lot. So that was like most of the response was people appreciative of that. There was one person, Anton, and we'll, we'll link uh, his blog post uh, in the show notes, but uh, my video inspired him to write a blog post about this topic. Oh, and nice. so he took like each of the, the key points I made and sort of either said agree or don't agree or like kind of commented with his perspective and okay, his opinion okay. on each one. Yeah. And so that was really cool. No one's done that with my videos before. Uh, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll link that blog post. You can go and check it out and read it for yourself. But I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Nice. Any spoiler alerts on anything he disagreed with? Ah, uh, there was nothing that he outright disagreed with, but there were a couple that he was like, agree, however, or like agree, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. or like, you know, there's sometimes a bit of gray area for some of these things. It's not always black and white, which I feel like we know that, uh, but it's, it's interesting to hear him share his perspective. Cool. Well, we should link that and people can 
go take a read i want to go read it too yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm like here trying to find the controversy like, where are people disagreeing where's the like what's the contention in this because honestly it's like okay if we do all agree though then how do we like align this at a company level you know mm-hmm. um so that it sort of means the same thing across and it makes it easier for people to know exactly what they need to do to be promoted i don't know yeah i think it's like how how can we get companies to recognize it like mm. for example i i've heard from some folks that like oh well i feel like i've been operating at the senior level for the last three years but haven't been recognized for it you know or like oh i'm working at a company where we don't really have these clear levels and so like how do i get my company to realize and recognize that I'm operating at this like, you know, senior bar and, you know, get rewarded for it. So I think that has, you know, that, that is frustrating, I think for for certain people. Um, and I wish that that were different. Yeah. I think that coming from a small company to going into one where there is clear levels and clear, you know, mid junior, senior, whatever roles would be really a case to look at, the impact you're having on on the you know the small company right now where you don't have a level specifically you don't have a title that yeah. says your your level and your role so that when you do move into one of those roles you get put in at the right level like you know being able to advocate for yourself in that sense yeah totally yeah there were also a couple of people who i think commented around like uh them feeling some imposter syndrome you know around this topic or like uh, not quite knowing when to call themselves senior. Like at what point are they really a senior designer? You know, is there like a point in time that that happens and like them experiencing some imposter syndrome around that. And I can relate to that because I felt like that a lot, not, not between mid to senior, but definitely from like amateur to junior. Like at what point do you call yourself a designer? Like, right. Going right back to that. Yeah. Right back to the <laughs> beginning. Right. It's like, am I a designer? on the day I graduate? Am I a designer after I get my first client? Like it's almost this kind of identity crisis I feel. And so I think people are, some people are experiencing that also in this leveling of like, at what point have I reached this? Yeah. This makes me think of a couple of other things I want to bring up. One is that, and I like that we haven't really talked about it here, that junior, mid and senior shouldn't be defined by the number of years of experience you have. There's probably Mm -hmm. a general like number of years that you're probably going to have needed to be working to get the experience that you need and the knowledge that you need. But if you're like a junior designer and you've been in the industry for five years, that might be because you haven't had a chance to like learn the skills yet to move up or something yeah. like that, you know? Um, yeah. And if you're moving up to senior within three years, I'm like, part of me is like, well, that's too fast. You haven't had a chance to get the experience mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. But if you have, if you've got the knowledge and if you think at that strategic level and have the craft, heck yeah, why not be that, be that senior role? Um, I think that Silicon Valley companies in particular, maybe it's not so much a problem anymore because I know you had like, you know, at Uber, they didn't give promotions out willy-nilly. You had to, there was like certain levels you had to meet and, you know, not everyone could get one, whatever. But I think earlier on, just every designer was called a senior designer. I know, I agree. But that maybe muddied the waters a little bit and made things a little bit unrealistic and harder to understand where the definitions were. Yeah. Totally, yeah. I, there was definitely this period where I remember seeing like people who were like 25 and they were like senior designers, even though they'd only worked for like, 
two just over two years and I was like how like how is that happening Mm. uh I mean like maybe maybe they are like maybe they did do really well I don't know I don't see their day-to-day work but yeah sometimes it is difficult and frustrating on the outside to like see the years of experience see what level someone is and like you know your brain automatically tries to like put those things together yeah Um, of course and like companies obviously a lot of the time use years of experience on job descriptions and things like that so it's like an easy place for your brain to go but um yeah I don't know it was weird Maybe the takeaway from this part of what we're talking about is you cannot compare yourself to others because every company is going to be different. Yeah. And like even being a senior in one company doesn't mean it's the same definition as senior in another company. Yes. And so you shouldn't hold your worth attached to that job title specifically. Um, And I know we've talked in the past as well, like on the other end, that if you're a junior designer, that doesn't mean you have to call yourself a junior designer in Mm -hmm. your bio, Mm -hmm, in your resume, mm -hmm. on your portfolio. Just call yourself a designer. You're a designer. Let the company, like, let the leveling happen there. I think if you go into it saying, I'm a junior designer, you're bringing yourself down. Yeah. I don't think the same is true for senior designer. Maybe it could work the other way and actually, like, help the company put you in a higher mindset. But it could come back to bite you as well if you know, you call yourself a senior and you don't have the skills that they need for a senior, they could like be like, oh, there's a misalignment here. Yeah. So let's just be designers, basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. No, it's very true. Like for context, when I was interviewing for Simple, I was at a mid-level and we had discussions about me joining Simple as a staff designer, which is a level above senior. So like wow. that's almost jumping like two levels ahead, basically. And like, you know, I think that that's a good example of where like, the the expectations and the responsibilities can be very different across different companies like what could be a uh, junior designer at uber could be a senior designer somewhere else so it's it's definitely not standardized across the industry so basically don't feel bad about yourself don't feel bad whatever your title is and how many years of experience you have (laughs) that is the takeaway everybody that is definitely the takeaway (laughs) all right fam where can people go to hear more episodes of the show you can head to designlife.fm. You can go to designlife.fm slash episodes to see all of the past episodes. Uh, we have 240 of them now, I believe. Woot woot. Uh, so I don't know, maybe you're going on a really long road trip, like really, really <laughs> long. You're like driving across, <laughs> I don't know. Canada? Could be driving across Canada. I actually recently saw that the longest train ride is from like Paris down to like Singapore or something. Like you What? Could- apparently maybe you're taking that train ride i don't know and you want to listen to something you can go and listen to them there there we go you've got something to do on that train ride from paris to singapore that you know you do so often yep (laughs) i love it follow us on twitter as well we're at design life fm over there and we'd always love to hear what topics you'd be interested in hearing us discussing on the show like fam said there's a lot of content about design that focuses on the tools and the like you know pixel moving skills we'll call it so anything else you want to hear about hit us up we are the girls we're here for it about that for you (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome see you next week see you next week bye bye